Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle TV here. We've got respect on the other side. What's up, guys? Hello. So we've got Chelsea in the Champions League finals, and we've got Manchester United in the Europa Super I almost called it Super League. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it, bro. The show is done. It's a wrap, man. It's a wrap. Just, just end it. Just yeah. end it. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, another so-called Europa Super League team has been dumped out of the Europa um, League, uh, you know, finals. So today we're going to cover. Uh, Chelsea, Manchester United, and uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, Arsenal, which is everybody's favorite banter club. <laughs> we'll cover those today. Um, but just to kind of kick things off, man, you know, Chelsea, bro. Let's start off with Chelsea. Yeah. Um, we'll start off, first of all, with our predictions. You predicted, uh, what were you predicting again on um, the last? I think last- I was leaning towards a 1-0 or a 2-0. Okay, I thought it was, I thought it was like three one or something, but I can't remember. I I should have probably listened to that podcast. But yeah, uh, yeah you were leaning towards at least either a win for Chelsea, and yeah. I was le- I was leaning towards a two two tie. Um, yeah. I remember Felix uh, leaned towards um, one an extra time, a one one and an extra time for Chelsea. To, I mean, for Real Madrid to take it. So yeah, um, we both uh, felt that Real Madrid had the experience to go through this tie. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that happened. But in a way, fortunately, fortunately, like personally, I was, I mean, I, I wasn't rooting for Chelsea, but in my head, I wanted them to win because, you know, of uh, what they call that dude. Um, uh, geez, what's his name again? Florentino Perez and his evil attempts to take over the, um, you know, the, the, the football. He's like, we're trying to play football. Looks like his team has gotten dumped out of the uh, Champions League. But mm-hmm. Chelsea in the Champions League final for the third time in your history. How are you feeling, bro? Bro, I feel amazing. It's a good time to be a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I was, I, I was honestly, I was, I wasn't worried about this game. I was not worried. I knew yeah. that. I caught it. I caught it right from the start, and I said, if Timo scored, we were going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure and as well, as well, I said Pulisic was gonna be the guy, you know, to finish it. And bro, he did his thing, right? Um, but was it really Pulisic? Was it really Pulisic though that did his thing? Because then Pulisic come up uh, later on in the second half as the substitute. Yes, yes, he came in in the second half, but he's the guy who I expected that was going to be the one to get that final touch up. You know what I mean? Like in the game, bro. Real is lucky they did not concede six goals. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they are. They are lucky they did not concede six goals. Whether Courtois was a good, it was a good. Uh, it's a good goalkeeper, like made from heaven, which we know he's a he's an amazing goalkeeper. But like, we just we just lack that clinical finish. You know what I mean? Like we just lack that 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 final that final 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 touch that final touch on the ball that just ends it you know what i mean like yeah. even in the even in the first goal when havertz chipped uh, Courtois, that was beautiful i think right now havertz is the one who has like that clinic, that clinical touch right mm-hmm. but the thing is it hit the post right but yeah. he he well 
he very well beat Courtois. There was nothing Courtois was going to do there. Like, yeah. he was done. He was done for. And then I was just thinking about it. I was like, uh, all these chances that we later on had, why doesn't everybody just chip Courtois? <laughs> because he mm. went low every single time. And mm-hmm. um, the N'Golo Kante chance, that was the only one that got blocked. But the rest of them was like, they were shooting it like below. Courtois will save it. Then Mason Mount had that chance, and he blew it over the over the top of the of the cross of the crossbar. And I was just thinking, like, man, then 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 came a little bit of the negative aspect of the thoughts. But and then I'm just like, I believe in TT. I believe in this team, and I know that we have the ability to come through and and get away with a positive win here. And I'm like, I'm like, the fact that this game is not like. Five six zero right now was so annoying to me, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, I was like, okay, so is Real going to score? But I'm like, nah. Look at the mid, bro. Kante was running. <laughs> Kante yeah. was everywhere, bro. Like he had Modric and Cruz in a headlock. Not only that, Mount was moving. Like just like I, I said, like prior to the game, I said Real Madrid is aging, right? Yeah. This is best time to take them. I mean, it's been like the best time to take them for like the past two, three years, honestly, as as has become evident in their game. And um, it was just, it was just like, it was just that moment of like of of ants, you know what I mean? And and uh, a little bit of negativity that was creeping in. And then when I saw Pulisic coming, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. my nerves, my nerves settled, bro. My, I can't even, I can't even begin to like tell you like how 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 my nerves settled after I saw Pulisic coming to that game because I'm like, we're going to win it now. I'm like, yeah. this, this, I'm like, this is done. But yeah. I know I know exactly what Tuchel was trying to do. Like when people people messaged me like uh before the game started and when they saw the lineup and they were like, why no Pulisic? You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, I was like, chill, guys. Tuchel knows what he's doing. The fact that Tuchel knows that Real Madrid already knows the threat that, that Pulisic possesses mm-hmm. in the first in the first half, in, in the game, in the game in total, like the the the, the threat that Pulisic has. Real Madrid has it. So who knows? They might have already studied Pulisic and how to stop him, right? Mm. So by bringing Havertz in that game, you gave Real a new threat for them to worry about. And keeping Pulisic at bay on the bench, that was brilliant. Because what happens is when all these defenders start to get tired 20, 30 minutes in and you bring Pulisic in, He's going to make them run. <laughs> He's yeah. going to make them run. He's going to make them fatigue. He's going to make them tired. And I think that that's what tied into uh, into Tuchel's thinking for this game. And that was absolutely perfect because it was it just gave them a new threat to worry about. And they saw Havertz, and then they're like, "Man, this guy is working us." Havertz was not making people, bro. He was not making Real Madrid, Real Madrid greats. You know, yeah. I was just like. I was, yeah, my, my my I I hear this. So what is what is the big difference then with Havertz right now mm-hmm. um, versus when uh, Frank Lampard was there? Because Havertz started off early in the season, and everybody were like, "This is supposed to be the next generational talent." I yeah. personally, I personally, um, I don't mind Havertz, but I I know that you know for the money he came in, he didn't hit the ground running. Kind of like Timo Werner, he hasn't hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, so what is the, what is the difference? What's making what's making it work for him right now? 
Um, I think it's it's been undertook honestly, and playing in a in a false nine. I think false nine is is more suited for him than being a winger. Um, okay. As well as when 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 uh, Lampard started playing uh, Havertz in the first in the in the first part of the season, you would have thought that that Havertz would be coming in from the bench, right? Yeah. Um, kind of like to get him used to things and slowly adjust and adapt into things. But he started off right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's to do with price tag. I, I keep saying maybe Marina has something to do with it. You never know. It's a mm-hmm. possibility. Um, so basically, he should have been coming off the bench. You know what I mean? Like that should have been. But I guess, I guess something with Lampard is Lampard. Like, um, as soon as you're coming from the from a transfer, he likes to play you like right away. He plays yeah, you like yeah. right away. Maybe he's trying to see like what you can bring to the table at that point. But like the thing is, Havertz was kind of like Salah back in the day when Mourinho was um was a manager and he had uh and. Pretty much, Mourinho said he was a lost boy in London. I think that's kind of what Havertz was kind of being at that point, because he hasn't he hasn't really settled in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you gotta give you gotta give people time, especially when they make a, a move across the country. Man, they left their whole family, they left everybody there, they left the culture, they left their comfortability. Now switching over to a new league, you gotta adjust, you gotta adapt. You know what I mean? And I think, in a way, um, Havertz was trying to do too much. Right, so um, like you could see with with the with that pass that he made, I think on his first game, like that that just showed you like the pressure that he was under. Like he was pretty much like thinking about his his price tag, making mm-hmm. those type of passes, trying to show his quality and all of that. But like he should he should have just taken it like slowly, stepped in, and then slowly just built himself in, and then worked himself in, and. And I said it too. I'm like, you, you got to give this guy time, and eventually, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, Havertz season, right? Next season is Havertz. This year is Mounts, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we just got to, we just got to wait and see the brilliance. And I'm glad, I'm glad now that he's actually bringing that out and he's playing in the preferred position that he wants to play in, um, and it's working. It seems yeah. to be working and it's so- doing the job. So. Yeah, no, no, that's, I guess, uh, you know, Tuchel has become the Havertz whisperer. But speaking of uh, Mason Mount, what is it like, um, I mean, sorry, what is the general consensus of uh, Mason now? Because, look, we, we, you and I both know this. We've always said this. Um, Mason, we believe he fits in every everybody's system, system you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, and he's very underrated in in our opinion. Um, you know, I don't. I think I, I think sometimes we go overboard with some of the things, but um, I think with the rest of uh, some Chelsea fans, uh, more more in particular, somebody like Yenner who doesn't enjoy a guy like Mason Mount. Like, what are they saying now? Are they have people finally starting to throw some respect on Mason's name, or what's going on there? I gotta say, if you if you don't throw respect on Mason's name, you don't know football, frankly. Yeah. Um, Yana, Yana is Yana has uh, has started to shape himself to understand like your Mason is good. Ahmad the same thing. Ahmad has been saying your Mason is the truth. 
And we've been saying this for such a long time, bro. Like, you know, like yeah. the work rate, the work rate of the boy. That like his his off ball movement, the way he creates space, like yeah. it's just it's uncanny. It reminds me a little bit of um of Mario Gotze when he was in his prime, right? Like the way yeah. he shifted, he shifts out of position and he just comes in. He's slowly just tucking in. Same thing like Sergio Aguero. I think he learns a, a bit out of everybody that he's playing with, and yeah. he's he's learning. And Toko says that he comes he comes into practice every day to learn. Like yeah. he's like, and and he wants to learn something new every day, and that's what Tuko says. And I'm like, I'm like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, and and not only that, in the in the way that you hear him speak as well, you could tell, bro, this boy is brilliant. You know what I mean? This yeah. boy is brilliant. So like, um, he is just honestly, man, he has the potential to be one of the best in the next few years. Absolutely, I think right now he's one of the best in the prem. Absolutely. Um, he's not the best yet, but he has the potential to be there. Guys mm. like Mason right now are what is needed in a lot of clubs and a lot of teams, right? Mm-hmm. Like the ability to press, the ability to do the ugly work, the one that the one that's not so fine. But then when comes the opportunity to make it beautiful, you do it as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like adjusting and adapting all the way to the plays and and he's just he's just brilliant with it, man. He's just brilliant with it. And yeah. uh, I'm so glad to see that finally people have understood now what we've been saying for so long that it doesn't matter if Lampard was the manager or not. Mason is gonna play, bro. Yeah, yeah Mason yeah. is gonna play, right? People yeah. thought people thought that when when uh, Tuko came in, oh, Mount is gonna be out of the team. Thank God. Like, why would you say that? And 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 just another thing too, uh, I like. Uh, I, I want to bring up is like how how can you be a Chelsea fan like you are you're you're a Chelsea fan and you don't support our golden boy Mount is Chelsea throughout he mm. bleeds and shit you know what I mean like how could you not support a guy like that like you know what I mean and and yet you're praying oh yeah somebody else comes and takes his spot like no I yeah. want there, I want there to be constant competition in the club, but I don't want people to fall under that pressure. I want them to to alleviate and elevate from it. You know what I mean? And make themselves better. You know what I mean? Because that makes us better. If the competition is better, we're better. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. No, he definitely. I think. I think uh, you are kind of right on that thing where people need to you know, respect more of their own players. Um, maybe I need to take a page out of that book with some of our players, but I, I, I love our players, even though I criticize the shit out of them. I have mm-hmm. to love those boys. But, you know, the same thing too as well. Like, you know, there's got to be some respect. And especially like, look, man, I, I think, you know, some of your fans don't really understand how much value Mason Mount brings to you guys. And I think finally... You guys are finally like the you know some fans are finally now recognizing this right because uh, Mount Mount was never you know he never I I think maybe part of the feeling why people didn't enjoy this um, or kind of criticize him all the time was because um, of Lampard I think people thought he was Lampard's baby you know everybody made the joke uh, he's Lampard's son. Um, there's also the other thing too, where they say he's Gareth Salgate's son, but, 
Uh, people really forget how he so he was so underrated that yep. um, you know now I think a lot of people are now like, oh shit, like he's actually he's actually worth uh, worth it. So it's good to yep. see him finally getting his respect. Um, but man, you know, man, man's a traveler too. He's a traveler. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But finally, he took, he took, he took himself out out of out of out of those situations and went to go play football and then came yeah. back. Lampard saw him at Derby and Lampard was like, wow, what a talent, bringing him exactly. back to Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then now, if we want to uh, look on the other side, um, you know, looking at uh, what they call it, uh, um, you know, the, the final piece, I know you kind of touched on this, um, N'Golo Kante. N'Golo Kante. That guy, <laughs> that guy, the guy. Uh, there, you know, there was one at one point. There was a rumor that uh, United were actually going for N'Golo Kante, yeah. and um, uh, when that rumor came out, all of a sudden we started to see Fred like play out of his mind. I remember there was a game that he played against Fred against uh, N'Golo, um, and Fred absolutely like played out of his soul. Like everybody were like, "Oh, Fred, N'Golo, who?" I'm like, guys, like. You know, Fred only plays good maybe one or two games. N'Golo, yeah. like, plays good, you know, eight out of ten games, right? Consistently. Yeah. So, um, you know, that game, I remember the game, like, you know, he pocketed him and people started talking all this stuff. And I was just like, guys, just chill. Like, yeah, I know Fred is good, but you guys have no clue how good N'Golo is, right? And N'Golo also at the time was having all these injuries because yeah. it looked like he looked like he was kind of, he had played too many games. You know, when you play that type of football, right? Like, uh, you know, we are, you and I both play. And when I used to play, there was a time when I was so fit, I could run up the pitch, down the pitch, all corners of the pitch. But you know what came with that? The, the, the thing that came with that was injuries. injuries. Yeah. Lots and lots of injuries. And, you know, the the, the to see N'Golo do this and then consistently do it well over, like, season after season, um, you know, from – uh, Premier League winner with Leicester, the Premier League winner with Chelsea, to um, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, uh what they call it, uh, World Cup, um, you know, uh, winner, um, FA Cup winner, uh, Europa League winner. Now he's a Champions League finalist. Like to see this with him, it's like, yes, he he was bound to kind of have a rough season. He was bound to kind of have an injury filled season, but look at him now. He's so such an amazing player, man. I I can't believe you guys got this guy for thirty three million. It still baffles me to this day that you know, out of every person that everybody were paying millions, hundreds, uh, you know, fifty, sixty plus, Fred cost us fifty million, and Fred can only do one thing. And you guys have Angulo Kante, and Angulo Kante can do multiple things. So. It's uh it's pretty interesting to see that you know to see that anyway. But yeah, um but uh how 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 do you feel about uh, Angolo's uh, play? Bro, Angola Angie Angie is oh my god, bro. Honestly, he has I think he he is the best definitely the best center defenseman in the world, man. In yeah. the world. Like absolutely. Um the way and not not just not just the fact that he was just guarding 
the back. You know, he was also moving forward. He yeah, he created he, he created those goals. It was him yeah, that created he, those goals. He's a two-way um, player. He's a two-way yeah. player. He doesn't he, he he need not only does he know how to defend and protect the back line, he also knows how to, you know, support the offense. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And um he um the way the one twos that he gives the combination, oh my lord, gives it off, takes it, moves with it, takes the pass, passes it to Havertz, Havertz chips it, the ball hits the post, Timo Werner is there, heads it in, goal. Mm-hmm. Then coming up for that uh that 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 pass um Real was trying to send out, and then he cut it off too. Pulisic is there on the right, sends it to Pulley. Pulley just stands his ground. I, I like the way Pulley moves, man. Like. He can just stop. He can. He can. He can. He can do anything, bro. This boy can do yeah. anything. But Ng is a different level, man. He is a different level. This, I'm glad. I'm. I'm we're actually blessed with this type of squad because, like, this squad has the potential to run it for, for the next, next, next decade, bro. Like, mm-hmm. so. And yeah. if Ng stays fit, I don't see why not. Why? Why can't he retire at Chelsea? Right? Why not? Right? Exactly. So, he's only, I think, uh, 30 years old right now. And he still runs like as if he's like 20, 21, 22, man. Like, Fuck, he's 30? He's Shoot. 30, man. Man, and I thought he was 28 or 26 or something. God damn. Yeah. It's crazy. And Toko has been saying he's wanted him at every club. He's like, but to have him finally here, like, yeah. I am good. <laughs> yeah. No man, like um, you know, just such a such a consistent, you know, looking at him, looking at his career, consistent guy, and it couldn't have happened to a much nicer guy because he's so nice. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's stories of people uh calling him to hang out, and then he he's playing like uh PlayStation in mm-hmm. uh in their fans' home, like which which superstar do you see do that? Which athlete would you see do that? Right, mm-hmm. like. You know, yeah. he's, he's such a down-to-earth guy, man. Like, you know, somebody that you really want to do well. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see We'll see how things go. Yeah. But now, with all that said, Chelsea versus City final. But before Chelsea versus City final, we're going to be having Chelsea versus City in the next week here. Uh, that, is, you- that is the prime target right now. Honestly, um, somebody messaged me and they were like, "So, to, is Tuku going to go for the cha- Is he going to go for the Champions League or is he going to go for top four? Which one will it be? Because he can't have mm. both." I said, "There's no, abs- I said, there's no absolute way that you can't have both. You have a manager of class. You have depth. There's a possibility Tuku is looking at every single one of these games as a final, and yeah. he would, he would, he would rather not have his." Top four hopes be hanging the balance of him winning the Champions League, but he will rather finish the job and then focus on that Champions League finals. Mm-hmm. So whatever people are thinking, do not worry. TT's got us covered. I'm pretty sure the yeah. reason why Pulisic played in uh in the second half as well was also due to a planning of City in the weekend. So mm-hmm. um and Ziek as well. Ziek is not Ziek didn't play till like the second half as well. All these players are going to be starting in this game on Saturday. So um, people shouldn't worry. Don't panic. 
it's not to say that we can't lose games. Absolutely, we can we can lose games. But TT is going out there to win every single game. So, yeah. and that's how he's preparing the match. And it's 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 it's, it's amazing to see. You know, like um, Drogba gave us the 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 was that the amamata of like belief for years. You know what I mean? For years and and like. What Chelsea need, what Chelsea fans need to understand is that has never left Chelsea. No matter how much doubts that you have, you also got to realize that we are Chelsea Football Club, and at the end of the day, we aim to win every single game that we go to play. So, mm-hmm. guys, put the put the fear out of your head. You know, <laughs> my God, I remember before the game started, I was quoting uh, Timothy one verse seven because. <laughs> what does Paul, Paul was getting Paul was getting scared everybody mm-hmm. was getting shook the nerves were coming in and I was mm-hmm. like yo I'm like I'm like I, I quoted it I was, like, I was like God God didn't give us the spirit of fear you know what I mean yeah. but of, of sound mind you know so yeah. and uh and I was like we're going to pull through and by God we did it you know should have been mm-hmm. it should have been by more goals absolutely but at the end of the day, we wrapped up the tie. Um, we we can focus on Saturday now, and the next games that come after that, which I think is Leicester. Actually, I think it's Man City, Arsenal, then Leicester in the finals of the FA Cup, and then Leicester again, and then City. Um, one more game before City, I believe, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. One game at a time. City is next Saturday. That should be a good. That should be a fun game. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's gonna be sort of a precursor. But knowing who Pep is, Pep is probably gonna play spoiler, and he's going to uh, only play like a couple of um, of his starting lineup. And you know, I mean, Pep can mix and match anything, right? Like he can play his starters, he can play his bench, and they'll mm-hmm. still put up a decent but not performance. But I have a feeling. You will see more of his bench, if anything. Um, so my own my own thing my own thinking is Pep is not really gonna he's gonna use this to feel you guys out because you guys have to come in with the guns, right? He yeah. he only all he needs to do is just wait for us United to slip up, um, mm-hmm. and he's good. He's gravy, right? But yeah. uh, uh, you know, so but. Uh, uh, you guys have to uh, come in with the full guns, with the full blast power. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we, oh yeah, for the for this game, yeah, for this, but for the finals, that's an even affair. Yeah, for the finals, an even affair because he's gonna bring his best team out. You guys are gonna bring your best team out. But my own thing is, if he kind of assesses how you guys are doing without um, his all stars. Uh, yeah. then that gives him the better advantage because you guys are not really assessing how he's doing because yeah. Pep, Pep literally can take it easy for the rest of the season. Yeah, He doesn't have an FA Cup. To, yeah, he doesn't have an FA Cup to worry about. He doesn't, the league, he doesn't have anything to worry about. That's all but wrapped up. Um, yeah. And he doesn't have, um, uh, you know, he has a squad that he can consistently rotate at ridiculous pace and still not see the quality drop right so he is in a very good place when it comes to um 
you know, what he can do versus what you guys can do, right? You guys, you guys have no choice. You have to keep on playing your best team every single time, your best team, every single time, your best team. Right. So but our team, our team even, even rotated is, is, is class, man. Yeah. Yeah. Even rotated, but, but, but still, you have to still play your best team because you guys have to make that champions league. Right. Cause you can't, you can't bank on winning the champions league this year or anything like that. You have to, you know, you, you just gotta, you, you've got to try to secure top four while going for the champions league. Right. So, um anyway we'll we'll see how things go we'll see how things play out but um i think i think that game is in you guys's favor to win um the one against city this weekend because as i said pep can take it easy um but, but he, uh, also, he also would want to win the would also want to win the title tomorrow, um on saturday as well yeah so. he, he would but i i just the way i look at it is it's not the end of the world because you guys can be coming into that game and you're coming to that game to kill them. You yeah. know, imagine let's say somebody goes in and just puts a two studded challenge on Phil Foden, mm-hmm. right. Or, or takes out uh, Mares, Right. And imagine mm-hmm. like that's kind of a setup before the champions league final. Yeah. Then guess what, guess what happens? Everybody, all of a sudden we're watching a champions league final without Foden and Mares, Yeah. Right. So you can talk, you can say, oh yeah, Bernardo Silva is good, but Bernardo Silva this season has not really been his season. He's yeah. been kind of like a big part player, still a very quality talent. I love Bernardo, yeah. um, but uh, you know this is not his year, right? And then in, in another case, you're gonna have um, what do you call it? Who Gabriel Jesus? He doesn't score a lot of goals. Sterling, Sterling has kind of been missing this season, right? Yeah. Like. De Bruyne is already out um, for collecting too many yellow cards. So, you know, yeah, he's out. He's not playing the final. So, you guys, if you guys exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, if you guys go into that final, and wait, 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 wait. You're, you're telling me De Bruyne is not playing the Champions playing. League? No, he's not. He took too many cards. Wow. Too many cards, yeah, but but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you guys go in there and you take out some two key players for City. The game has changed. Let's say even Diaz, you know, something happens, Diaz. So Pep is not going to risk playing, like, all of his all-stars in one game. He's going to mix it up. He's going to put some guys who probably will not see the light of day and just kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you guys are going to go into that game with a lot more aggression and a lot more intensity. I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna I'm probably gonna win it. Uh versus him who's gonna go into that game and say, guys, like it's not the end of the world. Let's keep our game simple. Let's not go too crazy. Uh and then uh you know, and, and then see how things go from there, right? So I think I think that's kind of the strategy he's going to um employ um against yeah. you guys. Cause at the end of the day, if he starts going um uh, what do you call it? Uh, too hot against you guys, then it's just he's just asking for war, right? And that's mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, I don't know if any of your guys recommend that at this uh, uh, for, for a team like his team that's doing well. I don't think yeah. that's something any person really recommends at the moment, right? So, anyway, true, true. 
All righty. Well, we'll jump over to the next piece. We'll talk about Manchester United on um, this segment here. Um, anyway, United uh, lost today 3-2 against Roma. Did you catch that game? I'm, uh, <clears throat> I watched a bit of it. I saw, um, what do you call it, when when uh, when Cavani scored that, that, that goal, I was mm. just like, yeah, this shit is done. <laughs> But the then again, the I, I, I left it and then I came back and the score was 3-2. Yeah. Like, what the hell? It, sh- it could have yeah. been worse, bro. It could have so been worse. I'm re-watching it. It looks like Maguire had a handball, but they didn't call it. No, and, that was, uh, it wasn't a handball. It was ball to hand. It was from his leg, right? Yeah. And then he touched it with his hand. and Yeah, yeah. his hand was... His, I mean, that was common sense. His hand was already there. But you know, we so we could have lost. We could have so lost. We could have lost. You think you guys could have lost by more? Yeah, we could have lost that game actually six two. Wow, no joke, no freaking joke. The um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, De Gea brought back so his. Good. Yeah, he brought back his 2017, 2016 form. Uh-huh. He was saving everything. Yeah, um, I see. I see a few saves from him here already oh, too. Watching this, this guy was saving literally everything, um, and uh, it was an absolute, uh, absolute shocker. Like considering how our team has been, and this is just I, I, this is why I don't like talking about United, right? Because United, I can tell you how bad they are right now in this game, and then they're yeah. gonna go. And they're gonna win the next ten games, right? <laughs> and then, and then the one game that they need to win, let's say they win the next five games, they'll go yeah. into the Europa Europa League final. That one game that they need to win to collect the cup, they will lose that game. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, everybody's like, "What the hell is going on?" Right? So, um, you know the the uh, United's. Uh, situation is not as clear-cut and it's always annoying. I hate I hate talking about Manchester United. I really do. Um, uh, because you just don't know what Manchester United you're going to get. You know? <laughs> you, don't know you don't know if you're going to get the Manchester United that is going to beat every single person and win the league, win a cup, or you can or the Manchester United that you know, will beat everybody and then lose to Sheffield or Arsenal. Like, that's just, that's the problem with this team, right? So, um, right now, uh, right, uh, for example, right now, we're in the final, but it is, we're so, like, fans will say they're confident, but for me, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get. I can't predict it. I want to predict United are going to win. We're gonna lose. I want. I don't want to predict that we're gonna lose, and then all. But I have, maybe I have the feeling that we're gonna lose, but then we end up winning. So really is tight in the back, eh? Apparently, Felix was Felix was uh, saying something earlier today, and he yeah. was saying that the two uh, undefeated teams in Europe is Man City and Villarreal. Oh wow, that's uh. <laughs> Well, that's nice. <laughs> so when I, when I Emery smashed out to Ateta. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know but, but yeah, like, you know, you, you see that, right? Like, you see, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, um, 
you know, how Villarreal are, right? And then you see how Manchester United is, and you're just like, you're telling me we're gonna go through that unscathed, that we're not gonna that we're gonna win. Um, I mean, that we're gonna win easily. A lot of people think that's what's gonna happen, but I, you know, everybody. I don't know why people underestimate Arteta, man. If this is one of the biggest like insults you could ever have. Prior yeah. to a lot, do you, Arteta used to dominate Spain, um, not do, not dominate Spain as in like you know with, with Real Madrid, but like the second tier. So there was Real Madrid, and then there was um, Barcelona, right, and Atletico, mm-hmm. and those three would always be fighting for the top three, right. After, yeah. after those three, usually the people who kind of are um, around the horizon is usually um, Unai's Sevilla, Unai's Valencia. Mm-hmm. Like, he is such an underrated coach. You have no idea. He is so yeah. underrated. It is such a joke. Europa um, is trophy too. Huh? Europa is his trophy. Exactly. Europa, him and Sevilla, Europa, they always used to win it every single time. Mm-hmm. So people just... Even when they played Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's um, uh, people just for some reason they always find a way yeah. to, bro, bro. Yeah. So I'm I'm watching this thing. They should have scored like two, three goals already, man. Dude, dude I'm telling you, they, the game they should have won seven two. But anyway, the, the you know the 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 uh what they call it the uh Arteta. I mean, sorry, Unite is always so disrespected, I feel. Anyway, but going back to United, I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park, man. I think some United fans are kind of like, yeah, you know, we kind of got it in the bag. Some people are like, oh, I would really love Ole to win, you know, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, personally, I would love... um, uh, I I would love uh what they call it uh Ole to win a trophy man like I really would because this will this will make things um look really good for us right so and and a lot of people um a lot of people don't know um I mean I mean a lot of people kind of give him disrespect him a little bit right people you, you can almost throw me in that category but i'm i don't disrespect all that. i just i call it how it is i think i think he could be doing more with this group uh, or yeah. or at least not necessarily him he, I, i've always said this before and i'll say it again he needs a good coaching staff to support him with this group that's what mm-hmm. i think that's what i think Ole needs that's the only thing i don't think Ole needs anything special the man management side i think he's kind of gotten that down like you know, he's turned things around from Pogba, um, you know, to, to looking like Pogba wants to stay all of a sudden. This was a guy, everybody was like, get him out of our club. He's a slime, blah, blah, blah. This, Mino Royola is a devil. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, he's still, uh, you know, he's still with us. And in fact, there's news that he's look, maybe looking at signing uh, uh, an extension. So y- you see all these things. You see all that is happening um, with Ole, Ole finally, I feel that he's finally getting some respect, you know, including myself, including a bunch of people that finally started to give him respect. And we want him to win a trophy. Yeah. We want him to win something. And even if it's, even if I don't like the Europa League, I think the Europa League is stupid. Still, 
we wanted to win something. So um, we'll see how it goes, man. I But I just don't want... I don't want people to, you know, what is it called? What they call it? Count their chickens before they hatch. Just yeah. wait. You know what I mean? Wait for the game. Watch the game. Um, and then hopefully he comes out with a W. But Unai is, uh, Unai is no joke. And I think some people have uh, really underestimated what Unai can bring to, uh, you know, to the teams, uh, to the teams he's coaching. But anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of Unai, uh, did you watch the Arsenal game at all? I saw a little bit of it. I saw the 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 couple posts that of Emma Yang hit. Yeah. And then I watched that thing for like 20, 30 minutes and then and then it was a wrap and I was like, bro, Arsenal is gone. First yeah. time first time in Europe they will not be in Europe for the next year. Yeah. And I think was it eleven fifteen years or something? Yeah. How how was this team ever considered for the for the European yeah, yeah. So, so I was I was about to say that too. I was <laughs> like, how in the world is is Arsenal a big club? <laughs> like, uh, well, they they are they are from their fan base. They have a lot of fans, right? So technically, yeah. you can you can put it technically, but they haven't really been a big club for the who knows how long, the longest time. I just, I, it just baffles me how. Uh, Florentino Perez. I mean, everybody says, well, they always want somebody who's going to be a team that everybody can beat, right? So, yeah. but Arsenal do well against, in my opinion, so they do well against United, for example. They always yeah. seem to find a way against those. Even if the game is the shittiest, ugliest, stinkiest game, they always find a way to, like, pull through, right? So, mm-hmm. um... I don't know, dude. I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I just, I just, it's such a, such a joke. And the, the, the worst part of this, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, what do they call? Oh, geez, what is, uh, uh, what do they call those? Oh yeah, Arteta. So the worst part of it, Arteta himself replaced Unai, right? Yeah. And this guy replaced Unai, and then what did he do with, uh, you know, the the opportunity he's gotten? Right, yeah. everybody, the Arsenal fans when they were getting rid of Unai, they were like, "Oh, we need somebody like the Arsenal man." It's kind of like the Lampard thing, right? Lampard yeah. is a Chelsea man through and through. Mm-hmm. Arsenal fans were saying that you know we need we need an Arsenal man through and through, and I'm like. What is this Arsenal man? Everybody, since United started this thing with like hiring, I mean, United are not the first, but like since we kind of came in and we like, yeah, we're going to get a United man, a Manchester United man. Every club I'm seeing out there wants to get their own man. And it's like, guys, like it's not, it's not that good. And like, you just, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a good coach, hire the best coach for the opportunity. Or if there's a good manager, hire the best manager for the role. Look at so look at I, Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, I wanna I wanna also ask a question, right? Yeah. Who who's better, Frank Lampard or Mikel Arteta? Oh, Frank Lampard, in my opinion, is better, hands down. Hands down. Hands if, down. If, if Arteta was coaching Chelsea, he would be fired. Oh yeah, dude, long, long time ago. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know the the uh, Arteta. 
um, I think is just how badly run Arsenal are, right? That they don't recognize how bad of a coach he is. Uh, Stan Kroenke uh, Stan and Kroenke uh, Ventures or whatever those guys are. Um, yeah. They don't recognize, you know, how poor, how poor of a coach or not a coach, sorry, because he's a good coach. They don't recognize how poor of a manager he is. And I think that's the biggest problem is with all these guys, all these guys from America, they don't recognize if you're a good or a bad manager. You know, they're like, oh, are we still bringing in revenue? Yeah. Are we making it into top four? Yeah. Or maybe top six? Yeah. Okay. Well, why am I losing my life? Right? Like, why am I, why do I have to get rid of you? You know, um, I got rid of, I got rid of the other guy. He's not a, you know, Arsenal man. He's not a Chelsea man. He's not a United man. Um, but I got rid of him, even though he got you fifth, sixth, fourth. Uh, you know, I don't care. You know, he's not a, you guys want rid of him? I'll get rid of him for you. But then all of a sudden, oh, wait, we're going to get one of your own. Oh, but I thought you guys wanted him, though. Oh, you can't complain because you wanted him. So I'm going to keep uh, Arteta in the job for the next 20 years. You know, like that's that's the way they think. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is quite annoying and it is quite, uh, uh, what they call it frustrating. But for me, I just, it's such a, it's just such a joke that this guy, like, I don't, I don't want, you know, him to, be, I don't want to be saying he needs to get fired, but it's just such a joke how far he's gotten away with this, that you're not going to do anything about it. You're not going <laughs> to attack him, you know? So anyway. I mean, I hope he stays there for the longest time because I remember when um, Chelsea were going through shit, we were all wishing Lampard stayed in the job. And then look what happened now. You guys hired Tuchel. And yeah. then the game, has, the game has changed completely. Everybody all like, oh, Chelsea are going to be good next season. This season, you know, they're getting themselves together. But Chelsea are going to be good next season, man. You guys are going to be really good next season. And already in one season, he hasn't even finished. You guys are already in the Champions League. Yeah, right. we got two titles to fight for. We could do the double. Yeah. Anyway, it's a beautiful thing. Cool, but um, anyway, that's that's mostly it. That's mostly it on uh, you know, Arsenal, Chelsea, and United that we wanted yeah. to cover today. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to cover today, brother. Um, no, I don't think so. I think oh. that should be. I think that's pretty much set in stone. Yeah. You know, can't, you know wait, can't wait for the game on Saturday, man. <laughs> yeah. You know one thing I wanted to kind of add on top? Uh, Chelsea are actually the first, um, I think, English club, uh, or maybe not English club, but like Premier League team or whatever, to have, um, you know, your fan club as part of your... Uh, oh, yeah, part of the board. Board, yeah. Board, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll be they'll be in the meetings. Uh, supporters' presence will be in the meetings. Damn. So. You see, you guys don't play. Fuck. This is why Chelsea is such a good. I don't care. What you, I know you guys complain about Marina and all that shit. Yeah. But you guys are such a well-run club, man. Absolutely. You guys, you guys fucking get it. You're like your fans. If your fans don't like something. They're the loudest people. There's that's why they call you guys one of the top most toxic fan bases ever, right? But like the reality is, if y'all don't like some shit, 
first thing first. You guys don't even waste time. You just come up, bang on. You're always active on like social media. You're active yeah. on different things and you're doing whatever it takes to, to get what you want. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the other, the other thing now, like, look, the Super League comes out. Everybody's crying about Super League. First team that goes out to try to interrupt the match, Chelsea yeah. fan. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you guys always say, oh, you know, the we say football. I know it's kind of like the joke, but really, if you guys really didn't take initiative, I wonder what would have what would have happened. I think everybody would have just kicked back. I'm not gonna lie though, Chelsea fans seem the most open to the idea of the Super League, in my opinion. Chelsea and Arsenal, Arsenal because they knew they were shit, but Chelsea because you guys were kind of like, oh, I wouldn't mind playing against you know the best teams on a weekly you know basis. But um, yeah, so Chelsea fans originally originally started started this, and and you always seem to like you know, know how to take things, take initiative right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. Lampard, uh, F, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was, what was Lampard again? Uh, a legend, club legend. Yeah. You know, I know uh, numerous times in the show, you always used to tell me like, yo, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want Lampard to go. I like Lampard. Yeah. You know, cause you respected his uh, thing, but mm-hmm. Most Chelsea fans that I could catch were like, bro, I don't even know what, what it is, but if you, this guy is not good enough, he has got to go. Like, you guys were not playing. You know? Yeah, but but, but another, another thing I said, too, was I also said, like, I like Lampard, right? I was I was well aware of the situation, but I was like, it's all up to the club and the decision that they make yeah, and whatever, yeah. whatever decision they make, I will side with it, right? Yeah. So... I'm yeah, not gonna... absolutely. yeah, absolutely. 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 You said that. But still, right? You know, you guys you guys knew how to like put your feelings aside and say, look, man, if he's not good enough, he's not good enough. I'm sorry. Right? Mm-hmm. Like straight up. But the problem with when I bring this back to United, the problem with United fans are like, oh, He's a club legend. Oh, he's this. Oh, and it's like they would make a gazillion excuses for the guy. And it's like, guys, like, I get it. You know, I get, I get, I get it. I I understand. He's a club legend. You love him. You want him to lift a trophy. It will be such a sweetheart moment. Um, Everybody's going to be in such a, good place spiritually emotionally whatever you may call it mm-hmm. but the reality is if he's not good enough he's not good enough yeah you know um so uh it's just the that's just the way it is right so i just i just find it like so awkward that um uh, i mean not awkward i find it so uh interesting that our group can't don't don't like to do 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 take initiative but you guys are like firecrackers right and your club recognizes that because because you guys have taken yourself so seriously all this time roman abramovich gets it and the first thing that is saying now is like guys you know what let's bring the fans in you know yeah. but united look nothing is happening look at how long we fought look at how long we protested look at you know we've done things but the moment they announced, oh, hey, guys, we're going to sign Jaden Sancho, 
United fans just go up and just start chilling. They start buying all the brand new gear. They start like, no joke, bro. Like, seriously, watch every time that we've tried to protest. Yeah, we protested in 2005, 2010. But the moment they announced that, oh, I'm going to hook you up with the next best things and sliced bread. We're like, oh, really? Okay. Don't worry, sir. Guess what's going to happen? We're going to, we're going to, you, you want to sell the next uh, merch? I'm buying it full, full, you know, full, full fees. No, don't give me discount. I'm I'm ready to buy it. But look at Chelsea. The moment all this shit happens, Chelsea fans are going out like complaining on Twitter, every fucking thing. Toxic, they call you guys, but yeah. you guys, you, but you're getting the job done because yeah. you, you speak your mind and you speak in unison, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's it's good. It's good on you guys, man. I just want to I wanted to give that shout out because I'm I look at the way the club is run and I look at the way the fans hold each other accountable. It's amazing, you know what I mean. So um, hopefully, you know, hopefully United and the fan base can take, uh, um, you know, the uh, could learn from that. And then, and then use that to our advantage. I think we learned from it in the sense of protesting during a big game. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, these guys are serious. In my opinion, I think we should keep protesting. I think people are like, oh, you're going to have to play four games in the next you know, three days. I don't give a shit. Keep protesting. Protest even more. Because mm-hmm. by the time you do that, what ends up happening now is like, oh, shit, we have to postpone a game at the last game of the season, they can do that. So they're going to, they're going to have to figure out a way now to like start respecting the fan base. And that's, yeah. you gotta, if you, as a fan base, if you don't take yourself seriously, they're not going to respect you. You got to go out, protest more, mm-hmm. take this, keep doing this. And if you can protest all the way that they're like, Oh shit, we have to postpone a game to the last day and we can't do that. So yeah. we're screwed. Anyway, that's it for me. Um, but uh, socials, uh, podcast, CBF um, on Twitter. Um, and, uh, you know, please, guys, like, subscribe, and uh, share if you, if, you, if you love the show. And if you don't like the show, please keep it to yourself. We don't want your nasty opinions, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> every, every, every week this changes. <laughs> <laughs> before it's like, it's like if you don't like it just you know like let us know write us yeah <laughs> now this week if you don't like it just keep your nasty opinions no just kidding guys uh but appreciate you guys who take the time to listen to our show we really love it and uh thank you guys thank you thank you all right man all right <laughs> Take care. Ciao.